And you know what? If you're a man who needs a therapist and a mother, there's a woman out there who is willing to take on those roles for Absolutely. you. I am done with that. Yeah. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> you can kiss my ass. Kiss so much. Come on. All right, we can start now. I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to do an introduction. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of the Least Favorite Podcast. I am your glamorous, amazing host. Tanned host. Tanned host. Okay. Natalie, and I'm here with Cynthia. I will say, hold on, wait, let's do... Um, you've been like my favorite guest. Uh-huh. Because you be killing it. Okay. You be talking your shit. So I'm very happy you're here. Thank you. This week. So let's just get right to it. All right. So something I wanted to talk about is the importance of changing how we speak to ourselves. So like for me, we always, we have doubts, right? But I feel like for me, I've always talked to myself so negatively in every situation where it's like, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't do this. The minute there's any type of struggle or anything in a situation, I'm, I'm automatically thinking of the negative, thinking of how all the different ways I'm going to fail. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, why do I do that? Like, why do I automatically go to speaking down on myself and, and making it seem like I'm not worthy enough or smart enough? And I want to change that. And I was thinking like, it's so hard to change that way of thinking when you go your whole life. Like, I'm going to be 30. To go 30 years thinking a certain way is something that you have to consciously be on top of. Yeah. All the time. Like, wait, let me change my way of thinking. So now I'm getting into a habit of like, okay, I may not know everything, but I am worthy. Like, I am enough. If I don't know something, I can learn it. Yeah. I can read about it. I can watch a YouTube video. I can figure it out. So I just wanted to know, like, is there any moment where you feel like insecure or unsure of yourself? Maybe as a as a mother or as a partner, anything that comes up, like, do you have those moments? Absolutely. Yeah. In all the roles, I feel like I, especially like as a mom, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't come with a manual. Yeah. So there are times where I'll react or say something and I'm not quite sure if that was the right thing to do or say. So yeah, I, I can see where you're coming with that. Do you go to anybody for that? Like, do you ask? Cause mother, like for me, I'm not a mom. So I could never tell a mother how to parent their child. But then do you, is there ever a point where you're like, damn, should I ask somebody else what they would do? Or are they gonna look at me a certain way because I handled that situation wrong? Like, So this is the thing about asking for advice. I'm going to tell you what was my experience, not your experience. I'm going to also, if I have a fear for something, I'm going to portray my fears on you. Mm. You understand? So if I feel like I can't do something. Yeah. And that's where you're coming at with me. I'm also going to say the same thing back. And then that's just going to hold you back. Yeah. You know? Um, But yeah, sometimes I do go to, I ask for advice. Let's say I'll talk to my mom Mm -hmm. or my best friend. But again... They're telling me how they would do it. Yeah. And it might not suit me in that particular situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get I get what you're saying yeah. about talking down on yourself. It's even to a point that sometimes I don't even want to ask people for advice. 
I get what you're saying. Because it's like... You don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't... Have you always been like that? Yeah. I feel like growing up, I hold on to a lot of shit. I would be going through so many things and I would just always keep it to myself because... Or like, keep it to myself because I don't want to burden anyone. Or I always felt like my feelings weren't valid. And then sometimes in those moments when I would speak out and say something... It would get dismissed, shoot away. So it's like, oh, you see, I was right. My feelings aren't valid. Yeah. No one respects how I feel. So what the fuck is the point mm-hmm. of expressing myself? But now it's kind of like I'm getting to a point where I'm like, no, like what I feel is fucking valid. Mm-hmm. And whether you want to accept it or not, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I've always I've always kept things to myself because I just don't want to hear it. Who's the most important person in your life? My mom. Yeah. So the answer should be you. Oh, you see? It's not. My mom would be the most... So that's... I spent most of my life doing things to please her. You should always put yourself first. You can't You can't fill a cup mm-hmm. if you're not full. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I don't know what that phrase is, but yeah, 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 you get yeah, where yeah. I'm going with that. I know. It should always be you. Mm-hmm. We tend to always think of others, mm-hmm. our children, our parents, our partners, our neighbors, our coworkers... But you got to put yourself first. Yeah. And you have to remember all these people are somewhat benefiting, whether it's emotionally, financially from you. So yeah. you definitely bring a value to their lives. Mm-hmm. So you're valuable. Yeah. You know, you're mm-hmm. worthy yeah. and, and you should always go first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been one of those that. things. <laughs> yeah. You definitely second that because he would spend most of our like when we were dating, he'll be like, oh, fuck that. Do what you want to do. Like not fuck my parents, well, but like respectfully, <laughs> respectfully. Fuck, yeah. fuck anyone really who has anything to say about anything. And that's something I'm realizing now. And I don't know if that's something that clicked for you guys in your 30s or have you always felt that way? No, I felt um, I became more forthcoming, more um forthcoming yeah more more yeah, yeah right yeah, from, that episode. Episode. <laughs> from that episode more um outspoken mm-hmm. more me yeah. in my 30s yeah and it's funny because when i was in my 20s i'm like oh 30s is whack That's 30s how I is feel. old i don't want to be in my 30s and then i didn't realize how much wiser you are in your 30s and how you would have done things a lot more different looking back but but yeah, in my 30s, I definitely had that yeah, that epiphany. That's what I'm feeling now, and I love it. Like, I would never want to go back to being in my 20s. That's crazy, right? At I all. thought the same thing. And I thought my 20s were like my golden years. Like, I was thriving. I don't know what but now 40s I'm like, is going to bring back. I know. <laughs> no, but I heard 40s is even better. Um, how about you? I've always been that way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Always been that yeah, way. There's some people that are just like, just, it's like, like how? Like, who put that in your head? Like, that um, confidence to like believe in yourself, stand on your own, and just go for it. So, another thing confidence is what the other person I feel like portrays it to be. Because, not for nothing, you wouldn't have said that. I would have never known that you had an issue because you really? seem so confident i'm so always that second guessing myself to me and then with everything mm-hmm. that you got going on your career you know you went to school you got your masters you did this you did that i would have never thought in a million years Girl. that you felt that way but you know what on some level i feel like i purposely do that i it's probably like a, a way for me to survive like i use fear as a way to like push me 
Because otherwise, I might just get complacent and not do shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm afraid of failing. Let me study extra hard. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm not smart enough for this. Or even with the podcast, I'm always second guessing myself. Like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not eloquent enough. I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'll, like, study and watch other people talk and, like, read up on shit. And it's just, like, that's just something I use, I think, to fuel me. Mm -hmm. But it's like, why am I using fuel? I mean, why am I using fear to fuel me? Yeah, it should just come from a more positive place because mm -hmm. a lot of times I'm driving myself crazy. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. For what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's not even that serious. And a lot of times people watch and they don't even fucking. They're not looking at it as intently as we are. Mm -hmm. They're not judging us as intently as we judge ourselves. So it's just about like being more kind to myself. Yes, and that's what I'm working through now. Like even if I fuck up, who cares? You're human. Yeah, I'm allowed to fuck up. Absolutely. I'm allowed to learn from my mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like. So, yeah. The problem is I feel like society now, especially with social media, mm -hmm. you only tend to show the good side of things. Just the like positive how side. Yeah, look how we <laughs> the filters. Yeah. The positive side of things. And when you fuck up, you don't show that. Mm -mm. That's, not, that's not good to show that, you know? So I feel like society really plays a, a role in that. And us feeling like, oh no, I can't, I can't fuck up. I can't mm -hmm. show my flaws. I can't do this. But we're all humans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was saying a lot of the stuff that I learned about myself and how I got to this point, I was thinking about it this morning because we always talk about how being single is like the greatest thing, right? Mm -hmm. You love yourself and you know what to work on. But how would I know what to work on being single unless I was in all those relationships? Absolutely. You it's, needed the experience. Yeah, I needed the experience. So it's like, I would recommend people, if you really want to find yourself, get in relationships. Absolutely. That's, I really, why are you looking like that? You disagree? I'm to, no, I'm, th I'm <laughs> okay. just processing, thinking about what you're saying. <laughs> because I was thinking, like, I've been through a lot of shit in my relationships, but, like, I don't regret anything. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm, you know, newly single, I feel like, wow, like, all these triggers were brought up that I didn't even realize. Mm -hmm. And now I have this amazing opportunity to work and address on all those things. So, I don't know. I'm excited for this new chapter. But, all right. But there's also levels to that, too. Because wow. you can't be in a relationship, get out of a relationship, get into another relationship. No, no, no. Get, yes. You know, because then you're never learning shit. But when you're doing that, you don't... Like, when I was doing that, I didn't even realize there was anything wrong with that either. Yeah, I did it as well. Right? I didn't realize I was doing anything wrong. Until you go through some shit and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But you wouldn't but, know unless you did it. Mm-hmm. Because well, people can tell you, don't rush into it. It's going to happen. It's, yeah, it's like the dumbest thing. Like, it you is. can't go from one relationship, no matter what, to another one. You're just bringing whatever you had in your previous. Mm -hmm. You ain't heal. You didn't get past all that other stuff. And you're just still bringing it, all of that with you to the next one. Yeah. You don't learn about yourself, all the bad things you were doing. Maybe you had, you didn't know how to communicate with your partner about something simple, about yeah. like cleaning. And now you take that to the next person when they leave something out and you're just going to attack them the same way you attacked your previous partner. You got to yeah. like take time for yourself and just Absolutely. like mm -hmm. self uh, self reflect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's Plus just your a... selection of partner. Like when I was doing that, my selection of partner was no offense, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just getting worse and worse yeah. every single time. I And not that the person was worse, but for me, mm -hmm. it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go through the honeymoon phase and everything seems so perfect. So the fact that 
a person can stay single for a long period of time, mm-hmm. you should be proud of yourself when you actually select someone. You should be like, wow, my judgment is so much better now because I was single for this <clears throat> period of time yeah. and I'm able to now add this person into what I have mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like your your mind is cloudy yeah. when you're jumping from situation to situation. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. giving yourself time to figure out what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. But you're right about needing to be in a relationship to figure out those things. Yeah, because now I, I'm like very... I've never been more clear on what I will tolerate versus what I won't. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. focused now. That's good. But And I, I appreciate even the bad situations because it's like... My therapist was like, when something now in a new... You date someone new, when something comes up that's similar to the bullshit, your body's going to instantly react to mm-hmm. it. And you're going to be like, oh, no. Yeah. I, I remember this. I'm out of here. But yeah. I wouldn't have known that unless I was in the bad situation to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. What were you, you going to say? No, no. Because <laughs> if you went, if you, a lot of times, like, all right, you'll be in a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a good relationship, right? Yeah. And maybe you just didn't appreciate certain things. And yeah. you leave that and you go with someone else who gave you like complete opposite. Mm-hmm. They didn't treat you with that same type of respect. And it's like, damn, what the fuck? Yeah. You what have the like fuck? a moment of like yeah. a self reflect like, damn, I didn't appreciate the good things I have with this person. And now look at the things that I'm tolerating or putting up with with this next person. It's like, what the hell is wrong with me? So then yeah. it's a good way. Like, all right, let me really step back and let me mm-hmm. think about, okay, I had this with this person that was good and this person gave me this that was so fucking bad like mm-hmm. why would i ever downgrade yeah of course you so you know what to expect moving forward yeah yeah um so speaking of that i want to get into toxic monogamy culture <laughs> so i'm going to play the video so often in traditional monogamous relationships i don't want to say that you start your limited your you're, you're, you're stunted you your growth you don't have to be sexually active with someone to, to have an intimate relationship. To have an intimate relationship, but I think often in monogamy, we we close off even that. Yeah, it becomes threatening, which is which is toxic monogamy culture. It's not how everyone does monogamy, but it is how most people do it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of the cultural expectation that like monogamy also entails all of these other hyper rigid forms of self-policing or unavailability. We were at a fucking wedding and we were asked to move some chairs. Lots of men, they were with women. Not one man was like, hey, let me help you. They looked scared as hell. I would have been like, babe, go help help her. What the fuck are you doing? They were like, you're mine. You better not look at that bitch. So I had actually that um, chair example. I asked two other girls if they would let their partner help and they were like, no. I would. But that has nothing to do (laughs) with monogamy. They can help if the girl is like really struggling, but if the girl's mm-hmm. fine, it's like fuck it, she's fine, she's not crippled, she could do it herself. And I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what did you think about the video? I mean, all right, go first. <laughs> I don't. Go I don't first. think. First of all, that's like, I'm a monogamist. Yeah. I'm really big into monogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like me saying polygamy is toxic. Mm-hmm. I to each their own. You know. Right. It's whatever suits you. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, man. Um, a lot of the times, if you notice with this polygamy thing, um, especially like polygamy relationships, mm-hmm. because there's different forms of oh, polygamy. Yeah. You know, there's the open relationship, mm-hmm. the open marriage, the... 
What is it that Athena said? The unicorn thing? The unicorn Married thing. Married couple with exactly. the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's different forms of it. But if you come and you think about it, who really makes those decisions? Mm. I, I, I feel like a majority of the time, it comes from the man. Mm. I feel like the okay. woman is not the one that makes that decision. Okay. Generally, like on a majority of times. So okay. what happens is you want to keep your man. So you piggyback ride into that situation. It. Yeah. So what happens is women tend to fall into these situations because you don't want to lose your man. Mm-hmm. So you're open to more women. I mean, when have you seen rarely? I haven't seen I haven't one seen. woman with multiple men. Mm-mm. When have you seen that? I've never seen it. You understand? So it's bullshit. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. I feel like we're just, us as women, we just tend to, okay, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you open that door for me. This is for me. Because yeah, yeah. I'm a big monogamous. You open that door for disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like, w- w- at what point is there a line, some boundaries? It's not about being unavailable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. At this point, if I'm in a relationship or I'm unmarried, absolutely I'm unavailable. Yeah. I don't expect for you to give your body out to whoever so then what's so there's no limits then and 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 people say oh no it has to do with trust Mm -hmm. that trust in your partner (laughs) nah chill (laughs) Mm -mm. i can't i can't do it so at what point do you feel like monogamy do you ever feel like monogamy can be toxic then yes jealousy Mm -hmm. insecurities possessiveness is a real big deal like First of all, you don't own anybody. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me, oh, you can't wear that. You can't do this. Listen, if I feel like I look good in this, you should trust me that when I'm out, yeah. I'm not trying to pick up on nobody. Yeah. You know, I just, I want to wear this because I feel like I look good in it. I feel sexy in this. Yeah. You know, if I can't wear this at my age now, I definitely can't wear this when I'm much older. Right. When I'm 68. So right. just let me rock this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, let so, me so long I can wear this. Right. Let me live. But... <laughs> Yes, I do feel like there are certain moments where monogamy can get a little bit too crazy. Yeah. But it's not toxic. I feel like also, again, things get trendy. Like polygamy can become trendy and now that's the new wave. Right. So it opens these doors that whatever was already in place is toxic. Mm -hmm. And that's not that's not the way I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with what you're saying. And I definitely see how it can be toxic if. If, like, you can't do anything in your relationship, like, you look the wrong way and it's like, what the fuck are you looking at? Mm -hmm. Why are you looking at her? I do. I don't know if it's because I'm coming into, like, my own and I'm realizing things now. Like, what I'm realizing is I do love to socialize and I love to connect with people, talk to people. I mean, obviously, I have a podcast, so I have to be social on some level. I cannot be with someone who, like, tries to box me in Mm -hmm. or tries to, like limit me in that way where now every time i went to a party over the summer i brought the guy that i was dating and he had said something to me like you know i had guys coming up to me that i knew they were coming up to me and my other friends and he felt he was uncomfortable but like i wasn't doing anything like if they come and say hi to me that's like what do you want me to do not say hi that's an insecurity on his behalf right and so he had made a comment to me like your interactions are your interactions but now I don't want you saying shit to me when I interact the same way. And to me, I'm like, well, 
that's unnecessary. Like, I wasn't doing anything on purpose to spite you or to get you jealous. So for yeah. you to automatically, like, internalize that and come at me that way, it was like, all right, so then do what you need to do. Whatever mm-hmm. makes you feel better. Yeah. That right there, I cannot deal with that. That's the ultimate. That's when you should just, like, all right. Yeah, like, that right there, I'm just like. like here's at this point, he's not letting you be you. Yeah, and it's like you were there. You you can see the interactions. It was nothing like that. Yeah, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be in fear of what move I'm making. Yes. That's yes. different. That's the shit that I don't like about monogamy. Sometimes that you do feel if you're with the wrong person, you feel suffocated. Yes, you can't do anything. You can't be you. You can't be free. I get the open relationships. The one thing I would say about open relationships is, I understand that love is boundless and limitless. You can love, I understand how you can love multiple people. Because think about how when you break up with one person, you still have so much love, but you're able to date and move on and fall in love with someone else. And that doesn't really take away from the love that you had from the previous partner. Mm -hmm. So I get it and I get how you can connect to multiple people and one person cannot be your everything. Some people might say, if we're in a relationship, I should be your everything. I should be your best friend, your lover, the person you go to for every little thing. And some people have their best friends that they go to, not their partner. So I see how you can connect with other people. And I see, like, if there's open, open, honest communication, it could work. I don't know if I could do it. (laughs) I've seen it where it doesn't. I don't know, because there's always a level, I feel like, of dishonesty that comes with it. Absolutely. Always. What if it gets to the point where now I want us to stop? Yeah. You're not ready. You know? And I've seen situations like that where one person is ready to close Mm -hmm. that up. And the other person's like, nah, no, wait chill. I'm, I'm in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So then what happens is the person starts doing it on the side without mm-hmm. telling their partner. That's cheating. That's cheating. Yeah. So no matter what, it's still cheating. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not that open to that polygamy. How do you feel about that? I feel like, like you said, if it works for them, and I, again, I can get it. I've seen, um, there's a, a married couple I, I watch on YouTube. They both have podcasts. Uh, Shannon Boudram and her husband, Jared, they're in an open marriage, but it's not something where they're constantly going out, cheating, having sex. It's not cheating, having sex with other people. It'll be like, he'll connect with a woman and he'll tell her, like, I went to this party. I met this woman. We had a conversation about this. I really liked her. I found her attractive. I might meet up with her again. And she's, they're fine with it. Like, they're just open. She had even mentioned that she lends him out just so other women can experience how amazing he is in bed. No. Yeah. And I'm I was okay like, oh that. my Lord. But like, that's what they decided as a couple. And so if it works for them, cool. I don't know if I, like, again, I don't know if I could do it. I see how people can do it and it can work. I just feel like if we got into this and we're monogamous and we both had that set, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, me either. Could you do an open relationship, Anthony? Um, Probably could. Um, I mean, I've definitely hooked up with chicks that had other dudes and shit, so... I mean... <laughs> so... Yeah. I mean, it ain't like... Yeah, I probably could, as long as everything is just like, yo, this is what it is from the beginning. And you um, would... So would you be like... Does it matter if you're the main guy or just the guy? Obviously, you don't care about being a side guy, but like, 
You're the main guy. She's the main girl. I don't know. I mean, I'm not uh, opposed to it. Like, I could do it, probably. As long as we have this conversation. I like for guys, it's easier. For guys, it's easier, Uh, No, because look at the dude that you... You couldn't fucking handle someone saying hi to you. But I think a lot of... I know. That was crazy. But I think a lot of guys... That's what I'm saying. Like you guys, for the most part, a lot of dudes. I don't want to say act like the B word, but I think a lot of guys are okay, of course, with themselves being able to go and date other women and have sex with other women. But the thought of their women doing it is like no, like you're mine. Which is why she said we see a lot of men who have multiple women, but not a lot of women with multiple men. Put like this: every female that I've been with has slept with someone before me. Mm -hmm. When I'm sleeping with them, I never think about any of the dudes they slept with before me. I'm only in bed with this person. I ain't think about no other nigga. It's just me. So yeah. whatever you do when I'm that for that two minutes we in bed together, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For that, I'm just joking. for that time that we're in bed together. That's, that's two minutes of her life, right? You feel me? That's that's us two. Yeah. Whoever else that Yeah, but I now ain't what if you're about, in the relationship? I ain't thinking about it. And she's no. What? Like you guys are open. You're not gonna think about it then. Like it's no. happening simultaneously. No, I'm not thinking about no one else when I have. I've never in my life thought about another guy while I was sleeping with a female. Well, no, of course not in the moment. No, but, but like, cause some dudes get so immature. It's like, oh, I'm touching you, but like, this other dude touched you. Oh yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You were touched before me. I'm not You're thinking spoiled. no random. Yeah. I'm in you right now. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, I care yeah. about. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. Yeah. I don't have those thoughts like that. Or if I see you go hug another dude, I'm not about to be like hitting you up like oh why did you hug this person or yeah. make some you're passive like, aggressive probably super confident of course like yeah. it don't matter like if you play me i i could go get another chick tomorrow See, that's confidence it that's ain't confident. like no thing like getting women is not hard like mm-hmm. it's easy so not a lot of people i won't that. yeah because i definitely said. don't think that way i'm like oh my god i'm never gonna find someone again yeah, i'm gonna know. be alone forever like but i also feel like especially people that are in polygamy they mentioned the the, the the people that are monogamy they they have a closed mind yes they're, they're not secure yes. they have they they don't have this mind mm-hmm. of this this openness and it takes a lot for you to do that and they don't have it they put themselves on a pedestal they do but you know what we're humans yeah and us as humans we we are allowed to feel all those things you understand I feel like I'm like that with my child. I'm like, I'll never let my, I mean, obviously, she's going to do whatever she wants to do behind yeah, my yeah. back or whatever the case may yeah. be, whether she tells me or not. But I'm like, nah, I'll never let my child do that. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, wow, I would have never seen my mom do that. Like, it's always like, it's always like that with any relationship yeah. that means something to you. And I feel like it all has to do with how much it means to you. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I wouldn't be able to open up to polygamy because if I'm with this person, my feelings are so deep for this person that I don't see myself or that person sharing what we have right. with someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us special, mm-hmm. unique. If you're sharing that bondness with whoever you want, then how is it special? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And I think monogamy offers a good... Um, there's a lot of people who prefer monogamy over polygamy. It offers a good structure balance there's expectations there's discipline there's discipline and some people need that control some people are like that yeah Yeah. self-control self-control you can't just every time your penis erects or your (laughs) vagina gets wet i'm gonna go out and just go do this it's just you have to have that discipline Mm -hmm. you have to have that Mm self-control and i feel like that's 
necessary, especially when you get to the marriage part. Not even a relationship to the marriage part. Mm -hmm. You have to respect your yourself, your body, and your partner. Mm-hmm. But hey, to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Yeah, Whatever I don't works know. For them. Whatever. Yeah, because I don't. I don't know. Um, okay, so we have another video. Hold on, let me pull it up. Wait. Think about how many times when we were young, we would literally map out, like, if this guy would just do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But I think that's what you do when you're, like, little young girl mentality is you just think, oh, they just don't know that they need to be over here with me and I'll do the following things for them. And you want to basically act like their mother because I don't know why you want to take all those tasks on. Like, I don't want to be somebody's personal assistant. That's essentially what I was willing to set myself up to do. When yes. I was like, yes. like quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I want to make somebody's resume? One of my girlfriends said this and I always think about it. I just told myself, this is not my love story. My love story is not that I met this guy and he stressed me out until he eventually yes. became my man. How did you eventually get with him? Well, it was a lot of peer pressure and... Uh, <laughs> It's a lot of me driving him around, you know, taking him to his appointments. So she's actually the one who's in the open marriage, the light skinned one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I wanted to talk about this because I really resonated with it. Um, being someone's therapist, secretary, mother, intern, event planner in a relationship, and why we tend to do that as women. Like, is that just like the, the woman in us, the nurturer in us that we just... We want to like fix this broken soul and like yeah. nurture him to to be this great man. It's like I've done that in a lot of my relationships and it's like it's exhausting. It's exhausting especially when you're doing it with the wrong person. Oh my god. Yeah. Cuz I'm gonna be honest, I'm very nurturing. Yeah. And I don't mind doing all those things as long as I'm doing it for the right person. Right person mm-hmm. because I expect those things for me, mm-hmm. you know, back to that conversation that we had about being submissive, that has a lot to do with that, mm-hmm. where the man plays the leadership role and you feel comfortable enough to open up and let him make those type of decisions right. for you and for the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing, vice versa. But if you're doing it for the wrong person, that shit is exhausting. You're never going to be reciprocated. Yeah. And it's not about, oh, I'm being his mom, I'm being his therapist, because I feel like we as women, we do that. Because men have a hard time opening up. Let's call it for what it is. Society has it that when men open up, they cry about things or they express themselves. They're being dramatic. They're being emotional. A they're not ass. allowed. They're being a bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck ass. Whatever the hell you want to call it. Okay, but, you know, and they're not allowed to do these things. Yeah. They're not allowed to express themselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when, you know, you're in a relationship and you do, you know, you play that quote unquote therapist role or that mother role you're letting that person be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and open up to you, Mm -hmm. which is great. But if you're doing that to the wrong person, (laughs) that could be very exhausting. Oh, yeah. Um, It's funny that you mentioned the openness because we had an episode with someone here and the guy was like, well, I would be open to you, but I feel like you're not being, you're not really trying to understand me. So you can't be mad if I go to another woman and I open up to her because she understands me. And I'm just like, what the fuck is he even talking about? Like, hey, you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it went into a whole other conversation, but whatever. It was funny that you mentioned that. You know, say that he tried to open to you, but wasn't able to. So yeah, he opened, no, it, was, it wasn't to me directly, but he was giving no, me an example. He was just like, a lot of times you get in a relationship with someone. Yeah. You try to open up to them and they're not 
letting okay. you like they're dismissing you mm-hmm. so now you can't be mad if i open up to another woman because she understands me and i was just like that's kind of normal no yeah because now you can't always talk to your partner when you try to open it it's like so then what's the point because a lot of times when you try to open up open up to your partner um maybe things are just going wrong they might think you're attacking them so they get defensive and then that kind of starts an argument so it's good to be able to talk to someone else. Sometimes you don't want to talk to a guy. You want a, a female's perspective from a guy. So you you can talk to a female friend just to get, maybe she can give you advice like, oh, maybe your girl is feeling this way, certain things. So that's why you would do that because yeah. you're just talking to someone so that's listening to you and giving you a, giving maybe giving you advice. You're not talking to your girl who's listening to you and might get defensive and just wants to become argumentative with you about it. Yeah, okay, so then that. if you're in a relationship with someone like that, right? There's a whole different topic. How do you work on that? Because you're like essentially bonding with another woman instead of the woman you should be. So at so that is point, it? Ne- it has to get better at some point, or else you're always gonna run to another woman whenever at, there's an issue. At that point, that's where that that man is with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to open up to your yeah. partner. You know, I yeah. understand that maybe you want to get a, a a person's point of view here and there. But you shouldn't be able to have to run to another woman yes. all the time. And that's what he was because she's saying. argumentative all the time. Yeah. So at that point, you gotta reevaluate that relationship. Yeah. Cause you mm-hmm. should be able to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and open up to your woman. Yeah, I don't you know, you shouldn't be it should be the opposite yeah. way around too. Yeah, like yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. expect for your man to every time you say something to mm-hmm. come at you, be defensive, do this, do that, and then what are you gonna do? Eventually you're gonna run to another person. Yeah. <clears throat> so Yeah. But back to the, because we're going to get to that with um, another topic, but back to the secretary mother thing, (laughs) I feel like, I think a lot of times I was doing that because I just wanted them to see that I could be like the wife role, like have this special title, like, oh, she does xyz for me mm-hmm. and so i was like overextending myself and doing it like you said for the wrong person mm-hmm. because they would never meet me where i was at that now i'm at a point where i'm like you need to be able to stand on your own mm-hmm. and i'm gonna stand on my own you could do like the basic things for me i guess whatever that looks like i guess we'll figure it out but i no longer want to be the mother and the therapist you won't feel like that when you find the right individual though i hope that's not. the thing you feel overextended yeah and 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 you kind of i feel like we tend to like say obviously you do want somebody that stands for themselves yes but that nurturing effect it feels good when it's being reciprocated yeah and when it's being appreciated mm-hmm. you know and when we are doing it and it's not for the right person then what happens is you're like I'm doing too much to the next person. I'm going to kind of pull back. Yeah. But that's not fair to the next person. You understand? Mm-hmm. What if that person is the one for you mm-hmm. and they love those things and they appreciate that from you, but now you're pulling back because the previous person didn't appreciate that from you. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to that it's person. It's definitely going to take time, though, to really see. Like, I'm going to have to see real effort being put in yeah, before I put in any. Mm-hmm. And something else that I, I was listening to another podcast and they were saying like the importance of getting to know somebody in all their seasons. Oh, yes. I saw that yes. summer, winter, yes. fall and spring. And I felt you, that. Let me tell you something. You could be all cuddled up in winter and this person be the only thought in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, what you doing in <laughs> diamond all summer? 
<laughs> what happened? You went, you didn't smoke kuka all <laughs> oh. winter. Now all of a sudden you went to kuka. Yeah, you gotta put that in there. You know what, what you talking about? Shut yeah. up. No, but it's so true. Yeah. Like getting to know them. Absolutely. When they're frustrated, when they're mad, when they're sad, when they're hungry, when they're tired, <clears> and <throat> seeing them on multiple, not just the one time you see them mad, all the times that they get mad, like mm-hmm. really getting to know somebody like that's gonna have to be number one on the list moving forward but yeah no more with the i'm not your therapist your problems are not my problems Mm -hmm. i can be here to support you to guide you as much as i can to offer as much emotional support as i can Mm -hmm. but as far as like trying to heal you Mm -hmm. when you're not even trying to put in the work yourself that's the thing you have to want it just as bad as i want it for you and you have to see your toxic traits yeah Yes, and a lot of people that. don't recognize you gotta it. You got to identify that. Yes. Because I feel like I could identify when I'm like, oh, I'm getting mad for no reason. Mm-hmm. Or this is triggering me. Why is this triggering right. me? You got to be able to identify that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we all need that, you know, whether it's a man or a woman, you need that nurturing, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, with the, with your partner. So I wouldn't want my partner to kind of pull back because the previous relationship yeah. didn't work out and that person wasn't appreciated. Yeah. But but I get that whole situation of being someone's therapist, being someone's mom, being someone's assistant, being someone. It's like it's too much. It's too much. Like you, you don't, don't even, even want make your it own doctor's appointment, yes. bro. You don't care about your teeth. Yeah. Go get a fucking go get a dental checkup. It's supposed yes. to be every six months. Yes. And it's like, you know, little things like that. Yes. That's a big deal. That's but the shit I'm talking again, about. Again, I feel like when you when you find the right the right individual, all those things will be valued. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Um because I like obviously I do all that stuff on my own. Like <laughs> it is what it is. But when I was with like my ex ex girlfriend, especially early on, because of the person that she was, she was such like a control freak that like I just kinda like fell back. Cause I can be laid back and super yeah. cap, like nonchalant casual, so I just let her like, all right, whatever, like, and it just kind of went with the flow with it. But that was like the only time I ever really did that, and it was just because like her personality was so like a little overpowering. She was just she such a she wanted her hand, bro. She she wanted she had like I mean. She has her hand. She wants to be, be in control of everything. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like. No, I'm tired of but, that. So I got to the point where I was just like, even me, I was like, damn, I just could not be with like someone that's yeah. that kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. No, yeah. Like, I want it to be like a nice flow. Yeah. Like, wherever I lag, you just pick up the slack and yes. there's no throwing in the face of like, you see, I had to pick this up because you dropped the ball. No, like, mm-hmm. it just clicks. It works. There's a flow, a natural flow. That's good. Easy. Breezy. <laughs> like Yeah. You nice. like that's it's just Yeah, I'm done with that. That's I'm how done I feel. With like, I feel like also too, we tend to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We tend to feel like our partner has to guess what we're thinking. Yes. Our partner no. has to guess what we want. And unless you communicate that and you express that in a healthy in a way. Healthy way. Um, you're not gonna get that. And I was taught that by an eighth grade teacher. I remember being I remember being in eighth grade um, and one of my teachers always said, you like a certain type of flower. You like orchids and you don't like roses and 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 your partner comes home with roses. That's your fault. You didn't express to your partner 
what type of flowers you like. So yeah. now you're upset with yourself, you know, with him and all this other yeah. stuff about the, him, him bringing the wrong flowers. But did you ever tell him what type of flowers did you right. like? You have to communicate yeah. that now. Mm-hmm. These are not children you're communicating with right. this with. If you have expressed to your partner over and over and over the types of things that you like and they just, or the things that you don't like mm-hmm. and they continue to keep poking the bear, yeah. now that's a different story. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you haven't communicated that, that's on you. That's like, remember what had, we were, when we were talking and I was like, your partner doesn't know how to show up for you unless you tell them. Yes. And it's so true. Oh my gosh. How? And then is you're like, man, like, oh, but he should have told me this or she should have done that. But it's like, did you even tell them? Like, yes. you never said shit. You got to tell your partner how to show up for you. Yes. And they got to tell you how you should show up yes. for them. And if those things are put, you know, on the table. Mm-hmm. That's great, you know, if the person actually goes forward with it, but if they're not listening, yeah, then you got to reevaluate that. Oh, this is actually into the next topic when it says women make their issues known, but men don't pay attention. And I'm not going to even say what the other guy was saying because he's an idiot, but we could just talk nah, about nah, that. I want to know what he was saying. <laughs> Basically, I said, um, okay, because one of the girl in this video, we should play the video too, but how do you feel like? we can avoid this quote-unquote flight that's happening in relationships these days? Oh, my God, listen. Um, take in the information that we're saying. I feel like, women, we give y'all we give y'all subtle hints and we give y'all chances subtle, to make huh? it right. Um, <laughs> I did say subtle mm. um, because, you know what? A lot of men can't handle us coming straight out and saying it because now it turns to argument. So I'm going to start with a little subtle hint for you to maybe hope that you kind of get what I'm saying. You know, so if I'm watching like Steve Harvey, I'm going to be like, mm, you go. Yep, that's the one right there in hopes that you pick up on what, you know, he's talking about and maybe you can get it as well. So, I mean, I'm going to throw subtle hints and I'm going to just hope. I mean, I feel like a man should listen and understand and comprehend, not just try to comprehend so, you know, communicate back, but, you know, to actually find a solution to it. You could be as calm as possible. And so she was saying in the video how a lot of times we'll just drop subtle hints because we know that it's going to be an argument. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like you're watching, she said, you know, I'm watching Steve Harvey and Steve Harvey will say something and I'll be like, "Mm, yes, like, go ahead, talk your shit, just to, like, give the guy a subtle hint. But at this point, I'm like, I don't want to give subtle hints. No. I want to tell you straight up. No. This is what it is. Yeah. What's the subtle hint? And then I want to see how you're going to take it. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be something that affects you to a point where now you think I'm picking at Because then you're just insecure. Yeah. And for what? Like, I should be able to come. The same way guys say that they can't come to us. Are we really that difficult when we hear shit about us? I feel like women are very difficult. I feel like I've gotten better. Yeah, I feel like we were making any icons. Yeah, I feel like us women are we, we that difficult? I feel like us women can be very difficult. I, I don't know what it is, it's on our nature, but we, we can be very difficult. Is it because we are already overextending ourselves so much and then to get nitpicked? It's like, how dare you? Like, I'm already doing so I'm much. I'm not gonna lie, and just in every not just in relationships, I've always struggled with constructive criticism. Mm. Um, and I feel also that. Healthy communication doesn't mean that everything's going to be all flowers in the garden. Everything's going to be dandy. There's going to be things that we don't like that's going to be brought up towards us, Mm -hmm. towards whatever we're doing or whatever we're saying or just period. And we tend to get very defensive. 
and I feel like we women also do have a problem with constructive criticism. Have you gotten better since? I like have you gotten realized better. it. Yes. Okay. Now, like we mentioned, our thirties are so so different. enlightening. So enlightening. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I've gotten compared to my twenties. Mm. Absolutely. In my twenties, you couldn't tell me that I was breathing or doing anything wrong yeah yeah nah, yeah. not me not yeah. me how dare you how dare you i'm doing everything right <laughs> tick for tack and yeah, doing yeah, this yeah. but yes i feel like i've gotten better okay i feel like i'm still working on it <laughs> i'm still figuring it out yeah um i definitely have to stop myself and not take things personally like me and you can i talk about it <laughs> <clears throat> i was on vacation and i'm like going back. i'm like telling him i want like a new picture for the podcast but he thought I was talking about the logo. I don't really like our logo, whatever. But I wasn't talking about it. So I'm like, automatically, he's like, well, we don't want a new, a new logo. You want a new logo. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm trying to be calm. And then he's like, I think it's fine the way it is. And I'm like, well, why is it that every time I make a suggestion, you never want to like take my opinion, only your opinion matters, or am I overreacting? And he's like, yes, you're overreacting. Yeah. And I was pissed. Yeah. But then I had to be like, all right, you know what? I'm not about to argue. Yeah. We can talk about this calmly. Then you proceeded to ask me to do you like 10 favors. And yeah, I was and like, I'm like okay. you know what? Fuck it. Like, I don't, I don't want to be this combative person. But see, that's also over text. You also asked- that I had to be like, all right, we're on text. I'm on vacation. Like, why am I even going back and forth? Yeah. Like, but old me would have continued and it would have been this dramatic, like paragraph after paragraph see, being okay. pissed. But now also that is knowing the person you're talking to mm-hmm. like you were talking about me right yeah. am i ever do i ever just like come out and just spaz up? so why would i do that over text yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying so you got to know who you're you're speaking mm-hmm. with like i'm mm-hmm. more just like all right it is what it is mm-hmm. I, will i get annoyed at something of course yeah but i'm never gonna just straight up like just shit on you like yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying i'm more i'm more the person that's gonna make a joke about something before I just straight disrespect you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in that situation, yes, you <laughs> yeah. wanted to change it, not me. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make that known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe I was being petty just to throw it back at you. you. Were, oh, you admit it now because <laughs> you didn't just, admit it before. I wasn't being petty, but I'm you just saying. Petty. <laughs> he was being petty. But that's what it was. But I feel also like us women, we pay attention to like details mm-hmm. that men probably don't notice. Like, yeah. oh, this is pink. And I want this change to blue. And to them, they're like, whatever. the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's not that they don't care. It's yeah. just something that they didn't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Or they feel like it's not important. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not that's not important at this yes. moment. And we take it to, like, a whole nother level. Like, oh, you don't care. Every time I mention something, that you don't me. see. I'm going to use this for an example. And it's like, they just didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> navigating that is so hard it is because I feel like we're like, literally two different types of species yeah no we, we are really, we really really are. are and I feel like we tend to forget that because they're really good at certain things and we're really great at certain things or we really suck at something yeah. but we want them to be just like us yeah 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 but then we're and they're they not. don't understand why we're so emotional yeah. why do we take everything to heart why do we get so defensive and it's just like i don't know yeah it's hard to explain it but like i don't know do you catch yourself sometimes saying like when we tell you when you talk about like your emotional side do you catch yourself sometimes not being able to express yourself yeah and you always say i don't know mm-hmm. i do that so often it's hard it's so weird because it's like 
I'm feeling something, but I don't know how to say it. It's like, and we feel more than one thing. Because it's like, see, I can't even explain it now. Yeah, it's, it's so like, weird. Something happens and you, you feel frustrated. You're insecure. You want to cry. You want to hit them. Like, you're upset. You know, like... So many different emotions, and they kind of just look back at you like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, you're not making it clear. I don't really know how you want me to react. And then when they don't give us the reaction that we want, that's another issue. Yeah. Because there's so many things in here. You're trying to get off. You want to get your point off. You don't want to offend this person. Yes. Oh, my God. I was just about to that's say that. That's a big one. So, if you're doing that, plus your thing, like, okay, I got to And then you don't want to look crazy. You got to filter it. You got to filter so it. So, you're, yeah, you're like, your head is going, like, four different ways at yeah. once trying yep. to piece all this together yeah. and then just comes out and it's just like I don't know kind of yeah. thing it's, I don't know because it's true you don't want to hurt the person's feelings uh, am I supposed to say that I feel insecure right now because that's kind of weird if I say I feel they're insecure they're going to be turned off if they're going to be that. turned off yeah. or am I going to sound crazy yeah. or I don't know this my insecurity is about to come out can I say those things so it's it's so I don't know I don't know <laughs> holy crap <laughs> I don't know but yeah, but it's always the right. Like we always say, like it's just the right person will get it. Yeah, and the wrong person won't. That is, so and there's true. a right person for that wrong person. There's a right person for them. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And they will be happy in whatever dysfunctional <laughs> relationship they set forth because they will understand mm -hmm. each other. So that's I don't like know. you know what? All right, this is. I'm just gonna use that example, right? I know someone that is he's in a relationship with someone. He's short, shorter than the woman he's with. Are they like? eye level mm -hmm. but like I love women that wears heels mm. his woman doesn't like to wear heels so it works out for him as a short person right. so you know what I mean he can go out with this woman and go on dates yeah, with her it works. and they can look great together because they're like eye level because she doesn't like to wear heels mm -hmm. so it's like there's someone out there I'm just using that as a him kind of no, that's a crazy. Good, that's a but good you know example. what I'm saying so it's like you can find someone that matches what your needs yeah. are and you know what if you're a man who needs a therapist and a mother there's a woman out there who is willing to take on those roles for Absolutely. you I am done with that. Yeah. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> you can kiss my ass. Kiss so much. But, that's <laughs> but yeah, even though, no matter what though, if you're in a relationship, yes, you should be able to share with your partner. Yeah. But fuck. Okay. Some things you just got to like hold in or yeah. let that go somewhere else. You yeah. can't tell this person everything. Yeah. Because all that negative energy you have in yourself, you're just going to transfer it to her. Now you both could yeah. be stuck in a negative way. It's ways. identifying when it's, it's like, you the who's fuck? the problem. Yes. But not everybody has that ability. No, no, not everybody People, Not everybody that. is that self-aware. Mm -hmm. And self-awareness is not just you being aware with who you are, but it's also being aware with how you, your thoughts, your opinions, your actions affect you those around yourself. you. Yeah. It's not just how you feel all the time. You have to be like, okay, I feel this way, but now if I project this, how is it going to make my partner feel? Mm -hmm. Because we are selfish people. Yeah. I want. I feel like shit. Naturally. I want you to feel like shit. I want you to know how but I that's feel. That's not prop. That's not effective. Not everybody's or like proper that, but there are a lot of people who yeah. what he's saying. There's like, yeah, I yeah. want you to feel this pain that Absolutely. I have. Absolutely. I want you to understand exactly why I feel this way. I want you to know why I can't love you the way you deserve to be yeah. loved. And that's victimizing too. Yes, which is all is. fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like get the fuck over it. Yeah, get just over get it. Get the fuck over it. How many times I told you just get over it? Like yeah, move and on. I have to eat that and get over it because you know? it's true. Yeah, cry about it. Move on. Like someone's gonna break your fucking heart if you get up. You know, you leave one relationship, the next person may break your heart. Yeah, but just yep. move on. Like yeah. fuck it. Don't cry over everyone. Yeah, for so true. years. And everybody has flaws. Mm -hmm. No one is perfect. It's what you're. 
what you're willing to deal with. Mm-hmm. For me, like cheating is a big deal. Again, I'm a big monogamous. So for me, cheating would be a big deal. Um, But I feel like especially now with society now, a lot of marriages, a lot of relationships don't work because we don't compromise. I feel like the second someone says something or the second someone does something, it's like, fuck that. Yeah. Leave that dude. Mm-hmm. Leave her. Mm-hmm. She ain't shit. He ain't shit. There's no compromising anymore. And a lot of successful marriages and successful relationships or healthy ones, at least, is compromising. A lot of compromise. Of course. It's not just when you're going to go do something, you always got to think of that other person, mm-hmm. how you move. You always got to think of that other person. No one wants to do that anymore. No one wants to do that shit anymore. They don't. And that's why we're at where we're at with divorce rates and, and relationships and all this is because, oh, no, I made this kind of money or I do this or I don't need nobody. Or as We clearly understand. <clears throat> I know if you're making this amount of money, you don't need nobody. No one's saying you do. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be in a healthy situation... You got to learn how to like come back a little bit mm-hmm. and let that person be themselves or express themselves or be vulnerable yeah. without just saying, nah, fuck that. I don't yeah. need nobody. Yeah. Cause then you don't leave room mm-hmm. for that person yeah. to be themselves, you know? Yeah. So. But the main thing is like, it has to be reciprocated. It has to we be. We no, both have to compromise. Absolutely. We both have to bring something to the table. And that can't be one-sided. It cannot be one-sided. Mm-mm. And I just think a lot of times too. A lot of the relationships are one-sided. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. There's this, there's this, oh, my God, there's a whole other topic. But there's this sense of, like, entitlement from ooh, from men and from women. Like, women are expecting now, like, the man has to just roll out the red carpet for them and just give them the whole fucking world. But it's like, you haven't done shit to earn that. And there's a lot of men who are expecting the same treatment from women. You have to earn it. But it's it. like, you haven't done shit to earn it either. Yeah, you have so to now you have both right. species coming out with these expectations and neither one of them is willing to, to compromise. Yeah. To give in a little bit. It's just- You gotta give in. It's, it's fucking ghetto out here. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> like, it's it's fucking- not the same, like, not for nothing. I, we see the previous generations on Oh, the woman was very submissive, Ugh, and it looks like all oh, she, yeah, like oh, oh wait, he, stay tuned for my least favorite take where I dive deeper into that <laughs> coming this week. But go ahead, yeah, where the woman is very submissive and this and that, but it's all about giving in a little bit. If you come and you think about it, yeah, she was submissive, but then when you are deeper into that, you're yes. like, damn, but she was really wearing the pants in that yeah. situation. She yeah. was really controlling it, but yeah, she was really controlling it because she was giving in to her man she was doing all the necessary things to mm-hmm. be in a situation like that i feel like we don't have that no more no we don't everything is this is what i bring to the table take it or leave yeah. it and it's like whoa wait yes <laughs> you know yeah. and another thing is i feel like when we do that as women we take away that masculinity from yes. the man we don't we don't we don't let the man open the door anymore. Pull your chair out anymore. Take off your coat anymore because Yo. you got it. Yo. Yo, you got it. You got money like that? Go ahead. Do you, girl? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm all for this equal rights opportunity thing. You know, I'm all for that. I'm good. I don't want to be equal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm all for that. Yeah. Listen, it's true. If a man can do it, a woman can do it. But you can't expect for things to be just the way they were back in the 1980s with a 2022 
perspective. No, no, it's so true. Yes. You can't. Yes. You can. So, yes, no one's saying to not go get that title in your career. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you got to open up and do all those things for yourself. But when it comes to sharing an intimate relationship with somebody, you got to tone all that shit. Bring it down. You have to bring, bring it down. down. You're not. If you're a director in your job, you're not a director at home. You're not. If you're, you're a collaborator. Yes. If you're <laughs> if you're a manager yeah. at work, you're not the manager at home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even I I was in a situation like that, like where I was in management at work and I wanted to be the manager at home. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that. It's 50-50. And, and we tend to forget that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was saying um in the take, because you just brought up a good point, like there's also a lot of men who are expecting women to be submissive, but they're not leading. Oh, that's a big deal. It's like you want me to hold all these, like you said, all these 1980s values, but you're not putting me in a situation where I feel comfortable enough to even be vulnerable and submit to you. Yeah, no, obviously. No, I feel like us women, we can be submissive. Of course. If the man leads us the right way. Yes. It's all about how I feel if you can control this. It's like, Mm. oh, wow. So he is making the right decisions. I like this. I can trust you. I can put my guard down. I can trust this and I can bring my guard down. But if I feel like you're you're leading us into a fucking ditch. A clusterfuck. If you're leading us into a fucking ditch, I'm not going that direction. No. I'm going to steer us the opposite yes. direction. And I'm going to take over this role. And you know what? In some situations, there's going to be moments like that mm-hmm. where you as a woman are going to have to step up no, in that absolutely. way. That's, listen, the president is there. They have their, their first lady, which of I think course. the first lady isn't saying things into of their course. ear and, and guiding them into the right direction. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's the one that's saying the speech. Yeah. You don't see that. She's in the back, right? Mm-hmm. She's the one that's giving all this information. But... I feel like you gotta be the one to lead and lead us in the right way. And I have to trust you that you're leading us in the right way. And you're not leading leading us into debt. That you're not leading us into into the like you said a clusterfuck. You know, and and I feel like I didn't sign up for this shit. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like we have really good judgment, especially women in high places. We we have very great judgment. You know what I'm saying? So you could tell when you're being steered the wrong direction. And that's where you're like, wait, 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 wait. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be submissive to this shit. Yeah. So a lot of that has to do with that. But I feel like a lot of women also don't open that door mm-hmm. of being submissive. It's like, well, you want me to be your slave? You want yeah, me to yeah, do yeah, this yeah, to yeah. you? You want me to do that to you? I'm not doing that. I'm not going to cook for you. Fuck you. You cook. You 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 hungry. You eat. And, <laughs> and then we also, we end up kind of falling into a situation where the man is like, I don't know if I want to do this because... You're fucking with their masculinity. Yeah. That's a She's big deal. She's fighting me on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was great. Um, okay. So last topic. Yes. Sure. This part is... Okay. Is understanding your partner's childhood traumas and triggers a love language? And then I want to piggyback on this. I saw a meme this morning, actually. And it's a, it's a, it's two pictures side by side. And it's like the Hulk like a guy who looks like a beast. And it's this woman who's like holding him and like consoling him. And then right next to it, you see him uh, become like a a human man. Like he's not a beast anymore. That's sweet. And it's basically like the right woman will heal a man um, like from his traumas or something like that. And I was like, yo, fuck this shit. Like, I don't know why, but I just felt like it goes back to me not... If I can't heal your traumas, right, does that mean that I'm not the right woman for you? 
You know what I mean? Like, maybe I couldn't heal you because one, like I said, I'm not your therapist, but two, you didn't want it bad enough to do the work yourself. That doesn't mean that I'm less of a woman or I was less of a girlfriend because I wasn't able to like bring you out of that. Yeah. Because you have to be willing to bring yourself out of that. And so I feel like, yes, understanding my my partner's tra- uh, triggers is a love language because then I'll know as your partner not to bring up certain things yeah. or to be a little bit more delicate when I approach certain topics Absolutely. because of what you've been through. Yeah. But it's also your responsibility because I'm not perfect. So there might be things that I bring up that do trigger you that I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. You can't attack me for that. That's not my fault. Like yeah. You have to be able to communicate that effectively to me. So I don't know. I feel like there's people that don't understand that they've been traumatized, mm. that they've been through the situation and that that has carried on. Yeah. Um, And like you said, they'll behave in that manner. Mm-hmm. But I feel like learning a person's trauma and triggers is a love language, especially if the person is doing their the best that they can within themselves. Again, like I mentioned this before in a clip, trauma wounds those are never healed mm. never you can't never close that up it's almost like saying i'm gonna take this recording i'm gonna erase it and delete it mm-hmm. that's like deleting it from your memory mm-hmm. you can't you can't do that we're not men in black here yeah <laughs> you know that's there and it's a permanent mark and it's all how you're gonna behave with that permanent mark going forward are you gonna lash out on people and make it their problem mm-hmm. or are you gonna work in within yourself and and yes there can be times i mean we also have to remember there's a lot of different trauma. There's people that have been going through child abuse, rape, mm-hmm. all types of stuff. And any little word or any little behavior can be a trigger. And you have to learn how to go into it with your partner, yeah. not to bring that kind of stuff up and put them in a dark space. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not going to baby you. Yeah. You got to know how to behave and react to that and bring it to my attention. Listen, you know, you said this, you said that, and that kind of bothered me. You know what I've been through with this death in the family or this situation. But we're talking about somebody that's also mature. Yes. And that's a big key. You know, and a lot of people nowadays, therapy is for crazy people. Therapy, I don't need that shit. That shit is garbage. This, that, and the third. Sometimes it's not about you being crazy. Sometimes it's about venting to someone that's not biased to the situation. Right. And 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 just you opening up that, you know, your emotions to this person and they teaching you how to how to react to this, how to behave to the situation. And not a lot of people are open to that. Mm-hmm. And they take it out on their partner. Yes. And that's where probably you're saying, oh, I'm not willing to do that. And of course not. I'm not willing to be nobody's fucking therapist. I'm not your punching bag. Yeah, I'm not your punching bag. I'm not your punching bag. But yes, I feel like that's a love language to know my triggers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I I would want that. You know, we all have our triggers. Mm -hmm. No one's life has ever been picture perfect. You know, and if your life has been picture perfect yeah then you have no fucking experience yeah. you know and like oh uh, damn like how fucking how naive are you yeah. you know what cloud are you fucking in that everything has been so perfect nothing you never been fucking bullied yeah, nothing nothing at all nothing at all mm-hmm. but um geez but you know you have to learn people's triggers and yeah. that's so important again we talk about all this healthy communication but not everything is going to be positive in no. that healthy communication no. and that's part of that and i like a little drama i'm not gonna lie like i was talking to my therapist and she was like 
it's okay if you like a little drama, but it's just like not letting the drama get out of hand to a point where now you're crying, you're screaming, everything's fucking chaotic. Do you I get, get bored drama. when there's no drama? I get a little bored. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'll pick a little fight. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's just something, like a little <laughs> zest, like a little extra sprinkle on A little razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle. But, you know, it's the point when you're with the wrong person, that shit can escalate so quickly. That shit could be more than a little razzle-dazzle. Oh, yeah. That could be an eye-opener. Oh, be like, yeah. oh, never mind. I want never that mind. piece. Yeah, like, I was just trying to fuck with you a little bit. It has to go like this. Because, damn, I was just trying to work yeah, it up a little bit. I'm yeah. here picking up a cup. <laughs> Wait, where's the wine? Not here, because I, I left it over oh, there. Fuck. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, any last-minute thoughts? I was going to ask you, though. What are your uh, triggers, Anthony? Do you have any triggers? Do I have triggers? Yeah. Like, in a relationship? Yeah. Um, Man, I have... I have it's crazy. I have a lot of patience. A lot. You do. I can vouch. Um, but just because you have a lot of patience doesn't mean you don't feel. Yeah. When no, that but happens. it's very... Because Natalie definitely push buttons. I feel like people with patience, they tend to suppress a lot. I feel like they you push to suppress. It down. I'm just a... I can wait. So let's talk about it. This is no, content. I what no, did no. I? What buttons did I push? Ooh, I want to know. Now I want to know. Get juicy. No, it's just like you. Let me see. How the hell? I don't know. You just nag like little simple shit. Oh, but that's not crazy. Shit. But like that's not enough to make me like spaz or oh, shit. Yeah. Like one thing that annoys me just with like anyone is people that tell me no, like they can't do something. Oh yeah, you hate that. When you didn't even try. Yeah, you hate that. I fucking hate that. Just tell me you're scared. Mm. Don't tell me, no, I can't. You didn't try. Like, just tell yeah. me you're scared. You're a coward. I can live with that. Yeah. But don't tell me, no, I can't do it. You never even tried this You want a reason shit. behind that. Yeah, no. You, you gotta want a reason behind that, no. Do it, because I'm going to do every fucking thing. Right. And if I, if I feel like I, I know I'm just not doing it, I'll tell you, no, fuck that shit. That's just not for me. I'm scared of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when someone does that, I'm just like, what, like, like, stop, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or one thing that would annoy me with you the most is like, yo, Jesus. no, no, this <laughs> week, this week, no, no. Oh, we're going in. Okay. The most annoying thing is just like, yo, just shut the fuck up and just drink. Like, stop telling me to stop drinking. What? Like, yeah, like, oh, if I'm drinking, like, okay. yo, stop telling me, like, I'm I chilling. Never told you, I told you to stop drinking. It's like, yo, you drink, you drink it too much. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm not, I'm sober as fuck right now. I'm chilling. Mm. I'm just relaxing. I'm vibing. Yeah. Like, stop killing the fucking drunkness or mm-hmm. my tipsiness. I want you to be safe. That's the point. I'm like, yo, I'm chilling. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've yeah, never yeah, been yeah. at the point where, like, I drink and get violent or yeah, no, 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 start no, trying no, to, like, no. curse someone out or do anything like that. So it's like, yo, I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Just drink with me and we chilling. Like, you know what I mean? That's annoys me. But besides that, like, I still didn't go to the point where I'm, like, fucking cursing you out or nothing. I don't yeah. I feel like I went off on you to that extent. Yeah, no, I never cursed yeah. you out or nothing. Do so. you have any triggers? Yeah, I have a lot too. Honestly, I have, that's like a whole different episode. Oh, we should talk about that next time. All right, stay tuned because I really have to think about it. I want to be detailed with it. Yeah. Is there one <laughs> off top that you want to mention? Like, for me, I've been in situations in relationships, you know, with cheating and all that stuff. Mm. So, for me, like, for an example, a trigger will probably be, like, I don't know, if I call you and you don't answer. I mean, I mean, not off the bat, because I also am not the person that calls a hundred times either. Yeah. But, like, 
Also, how you, fast does it take for you to call me back? Because yeah. if it's like three hours later, it's like, bro, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like little things here and there that can be a trigger. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Then I start questioning, like, what are you doing? This, that, you know, even though you're probably not doing anything, you're probably busy yeah, yeah, yeah. doing something very productive. Mm-hmm. But because I've been in those situations, that can be a trigger. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of my triggers just come from me being an anxious attachment style person yeah i'm just fucking anxious with everything especially to my partners i latch on and it's just it's borderline unhealthy or it is unhealthy um the same thing like the no call the i call you don't pick up i text you don't respond right away i feel like i always need constant reassurance oh i need constant i need constant reassurance and that's exhausting for the partner because a secure person they don't need constant reassurance and they don't feel the need to constantly reassure you either so but that comes from that trauma. Yeah. But I don't, my thing is now trying to figure out where that comes from. Like, why am I like that? And how it can change. Like you can be with a partner and you can have a secure attachment with that partner because all the trust is there, the communication, consistency, reassurance is there. But then you go with another person and you switch back to being anxious because they, they trigger something in you. Yeah. And something I read, oh, something I read <laughs> this morning, I just want to mention it real quick about red flags in those situations like we always say like the red flags is their actions but it's really the red flag is not their actions but how you feel with their actions how you portray it yeah that's the red flag so if they are doing something and it stirs up this negative emotion in you it's like oh shit maybe this isn't the right like and maybe those those are red flags but for the uh, another person it's not like yeah. another person won't be fine like oh you didn't text me back it's been five hours fuck it yeah no that, that's the thing like it might be a red flag for you yeah. and it might be like ooh I like this for yes. the next person so it's like to each their it's own it's really just how you feel how you see it yeah, yeah. it's true yeah so yeah but that's that's the episode guys we don't have any more mm-hmm. topics thank you for watching and we'll be back next week that's it ready